Welcome to Beauty Lessons, a show where we have thoughtful conversations around how to cultivate and reveal our inner and outer beauty. I'm your host, Brandi Rowe. As a professional makeup artist, I have a lot of conversations with women about self-image. And if one thing has become clear, it's that we need to get curious and examine the beauty myths we've been told. From makeup tips to self-care practices and interviews with women about their journey to self-love, Beauty Lessons will teach you how to embody your unique beauty and share your gifts with the world. In this episode, I chat with my friend and holistic dietitian, Tara Ross. We talk about how to balance the desire for inner and outer growth with self-love and acceptance. And I also give Tara some tips on how to use mindfulness during her skincare routine and how to exfoliate through this season change to maintain radiant skin. So please enjoy this beauty lesson with my friend and holistic dietitian, Tara Ross. Hello everyone. Um, this is the first yeah. episode of Beauty Lessons and I'd love to introduce you to my friend, Tara Ross. And Tara lives in Greenville, South Carolina and she is a registered dietitian. She is a mom of three. Um, two of those are twin girls. And um, yeah, she has so much uh, good stuff to say. Um, you can follow her at uh, Fuel Good Motherhood on Instagram and um, she will she will help you out. But today I wanted to bring her on because um, we were chatting um, on our Marco Polo group. We have a group of girlfriends that chat on there and she asked me this question about how do you accept yourself, especially as we're starting to age and get older and skincare and all these things, how do you accept yourself but also want to change? Like how do you hold those things in tension? And so here, I'll just ask you if there's anything else that you want to say about that or how you were feeling or um, what brought that question up for you? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously the line of work I'm in, I work in nutrition and I've, for most of my career, have helped older folks. So people probably in their fifties and older who've had heart disease or diabetes, weight loss has maybe been a part of that, but it was more from the health aspect, not necessarily an aesthetic. But obviously being in nutrition long enough, I know that that's a big part of it too. The problem that I'm seeing, especially as you know, a woman, is putting so much emphasis on the aesthetic that you forget why you're doing it in the first place. And you know, taking that holistic approach of, well, yes, it's about you know, how I feel, but also uh, where my mind is with it and you know, kind of what makes it a part of my lifestyle and who I am. And you want to feel good in your body, of course, but you also want to do it in a healthy way that's not consuming. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it doesn't, I guess, um, the driving factor shouldn't be my body shape necessarily. It should be how I feel. Um, you want to feel confident, you know, obviously, but not necessarily. It doesn't need to be a number on the scale, you know? Yeah. And so when I was thinking about um, you asking me about like, how do you approach skincare? And I think a lot of women ask me this question because a lot of people are overwhelmed by like all the steps and the regimens and all of these things. And like, why am I doing this? Is it because um, society tells me I shouldn't have wrinkles on my face or all of these different things. Um, and I probably similar to you come to the conversation with the idea of this is just like my largest organ and it's something that I should care for just like I care what I put in my body food wise. 
And so I think the energy that we bring to these practices, practices um, you know, makes all of the difference, um, at least for me. So when I'm coaching someone <laughs> through getting, you know, into taking care of their skin, which they may have never done in their life just because it's overwhelming to them or whatever reason, um, that's kind of where I start with that conversation is just like, it's a way to nurture and care for yourself. And um, it's not about changing who you are. It's about caring for who you are. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah. So I don't know if there's anything like specific else around that that you wanted to ask me or that you're curious about beauty wise <laughs> or outer, any of the things like, let's just have a chat. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So I'm uh, about a year and a half away from 40. And so obviously skincare, I wish had been a bigger deal for me 10 years ago, but it just wasn't on the radar at all. And then having kids and all that, you know, my kids are kind of at the ages now where I can, I feel like I can focus more on myself and I should focus on myself. You know, that's kind of a, that's another tangent altogether, but the whole fact of like moms feel like they have to put themselves on the back burner, you know, and not care about themselves. When in fact, if you care about yourself, it actually makes you a better mom, makes you better yeah. able to care for others. But anyway, yeah, I would say definitely wrinkles, definitely um, dullness is another one I've noticed quite a bit. I know we've chatted a little bit about like vitamin C and things like that. Yeah. And, and just kind of knowing how to enhance features and not be afraid of certain types of things. For the longest time, I was like, I don't want to use concealer. I don't, I shouldn't have to use concealer. Mm -hmm. It's an extra step. I don't want to. And then I realized it, it doesn't take but a few seconds and it makes a big difference. Yeah. And I think what you're hitting on is something that's important is whether or not you want to do it and what, or if it's something that you've just been told that you should do because you're yeah. a certain age or because it's trendy. And I think that's, and you can change your mind, right? Like um, Alicia Keys was the whole thing. Like, I'm not, not working make makeup anymore. Like I'm done wearing makeup. And then now she's changed her mind. She is wearing makeup. And I think that's like the beautiful thing about sort of taking back this narrative that beauty culture has, um, you know, given us and that we can change our minds and that <laughs> we, can, we can just, you know, whatever feels best for us, we just need to honor that. So um, as far as you know, I'm definitely all for graceful aging, but also caring for your skin while you do it. So, um, you know, there's vitamin C, yeah, we have talked about also radi uh, radiant serum that I really like by Beauty Counter that's really good for brightening. And then exfoliation is going to be huge for, you know, especially all the time into wintertime um, when the air just gets so much drier and, your skin, oh, yeah. you know, starts to <laughs> eat up everything that you put on it. So, really important to um, have a good exfoliator in your um, arsenal. Uh, and there are two kinds of um, exfoliators, chemical and mechanical. So I don't know if you know this. So mechanical is like a scrub, something that you put on your face and it's got a grittiness to it. And so it is removing like, you know, dead surface skin. And those are good, but they don't really penetrate that deep. So um, the other one that's like my personal favorite outside of going to get a facial um, is Beauty Counter's Overnight Resurfacing Peel, and that one has 13 botanical fruit acids in it that just eat away at your skin while you're sleeping, so you can get up and, you know, wash your face, and it's, like, refined your pores, make your skin a lot smoother, and, um, that's something I do probably about every other night, um, and so it's important to do from going into fall and winter, and then the other thing would be, um, I don't know if you've ever done dermaplaning, but I highly recommend that, um, have you heard of that? 
I have. And the closest thing that I've done to it is like the little tingle razors. Yeah. Yeah. And those are fun, but it's a, it's a different experience having it done with a professional. I will say, um, one of my good friends here in Nashville, who's a esthetician, it's kind of like a, a surgical, uh, scalpel like that they use. And she, the difference between us doing it to ourselves and someone else doing it to us is they're able to pull the skin more taut to just remove that top layer of dead skin and hair, you know, those baby peach fuzz hairs. And not only does your skin look better because all the dead skin is off of it, but it just allows your products to soak in at a much deeper level. So they're really working for you better. And then makeup just slides on because you've got this beautiful smooth skin. Yeah, I really like that overnight resurfacing peel sample. Um, I think that's a good one. Okay, so question though. Yeah. So we're doing all this exfoliating, then does the moisturizing need to change <laughs> when you start so, doing So I, it depends, I mean, it depends on your skin, but yeah, I definitely, if we're going into winter, uh, well, fall and winter, you need to like get a thicker moisturizer it's normally. I mean, I won't say across the board because everyone's skin is different, um, but typically, you know, where in the summer you might use something that's a lot lighter, has more of a slip to it. Um, now as you're moving into fall and winter, that's when you want to get the thicker creams, um, especially after you're um, doing those exploiting processes. And also, um, it left my mind. Oh, sunscreen and sunscreen. Okay. Um, still just make sure that you're putting on sunscreen and don't forget sunscreen, especially after you've like removed all of that. That skin. Another one I wish I cared more about when I was younger. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. Right? I mean, we did. We just didn't know, and we yeah. we can't know what we don't know. And so now we know better. So we'll we'll do better, right? Yes. All right. Well, um, is there anything else, or should we wrap it up? I do want to ask you one more question. But do you have any more questions for me? Um, trying to think. Okay. Well, one thing that I think we've talked about in the past is. You know, I was one of those who overplugged my eyebrows. Yes. I was a 90s girl. <laughs> so what can I do? I have uh, just, you know, like a eyeshadow, you know, sometimes I'll just fill it in a little bit, but are there any serums or anything you recommend or anything that you think just kind of enhances that area, even if it doesn't actually grow? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So there's, I would say there's both. I know both things. So um, <laughs> Both natural products, like, I mean, one is literally just castor oil you could get, you know, oh, yeah. a little bottle from um, Whole Foods um, or probably Amazon and, you know, just get a good one, organic, you know, pressed one. Um, it's very thick, but it has, I mean, people put it on their hair to make their hair grow. So it has natural, like, hair growth properties in it. You can put it on your eyebrows and your eyelashes. Um, if you want an actual product product, then I would recommend Plume. P-L-U-M, uh, like a feather. Um, that is a clean beauty um, brand that makes a lash and brow serum um, to help with that growth. And then just day to day outside of those products, then I would, I mean, I definitely use eyeshadow sometimes on clients to do their brows. Um, it depends, I mean, it just kind of depends on the texture of the hair. Um, I mean, I feel like you've still got pretty dark brows, so you can, you can take more products than maybe like I could on the brow, but um, I use a pencil. I use Beauty Counter's pencil and then their clear brow gel, which is kind of like, um, you know, in a little tube that just you feather it on to hold them in place. So I think that's a big step that people are sometimes missing is they get it, you know, the stuff in there, but then it's not setting. And so they can kind of like, 
then go wayward <laughs> after you've applied it. And so um, I just kind of do that extra step. There's because the brow gel I use is clear, but they also come in color. So you could just do it combined and just use like a tinted brow gel. Um, I like that because it really just keeps them in place and, you know, but yeah, I would try those two things. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Um, so the last thing is I just wanted you to tell people a little bit about yourself and what I, you know, I kind of like you're talking about holistic with um, nutrition, like holistic beauty, um, you know, the inner and the outer beauty and what people are putting out into the world. And I love that what you're putting out into the world for moms, especially um, helping them with nutrition. And so I just want you to talk about your business and like what you are hoping to do for women and how people can connect with you. Oh yeah, sure. Thanks. So this is a pretty new venture for me. Like I said, I've been in the nutrition world for quite a while, but as far as this project, what I'm really focusing on are moms like myself, uh, because when I became a mom, I realized how hard it was to maintain any sense of normalcy and take care of myself while also taking care of these kids. And, you know, for a while I kind of bought into the idea of, you know, okay, I don't need to take care of myself. I'm just a mom now. That's all I am. And I kind of lost my identity. And I think that's true of a lot of women and not even just moms, but women in general, cause we're just, we're helpers, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted to kind of take that concept and make it so that women were encouraged to work within, you know, and kind of find that beauty again within themselves and also feel like they could take care of their outer beauty at the same time, you know, kind of work on uh, health from that holistic standpoint. So it's okay to talk about things like, you know, how you're feeling <laughs> um, and, you know, if you're anxious and what you can do about that. So meditation and good sleep and all that. Um, so not just from the nutrition standpoint, but from a whole life standpoint. Um, but really the focus, of course, since my expertise is in nutrition, focusing on, okay, what can we do uh, realistically, sustainably, you know, nothing that's going to be kind of this crash diet. And then I'm, you know, back off of it three months later, but like, what can I do realistically um, from a, a place that works for me, you know, because my kids are going to want Chick-fil-A. They're going to want donuts. They're going to want all these things. And that's not a bad thing. You know, I'm kind of more open-minded with this. And so it's like, what can we do to improve our lives and improve the health of both ourselves and our family so that we can be better people and sort of take on that mission for the world that we have and, and live with greater purpose. And I think really taking care of ourselves allows us to do that and doing it in a realistic way that can, you know, be kept up for a lifetime, making it a lifestyle is what's most important to me. So I want to help women figure out what that is for them and just kind of coach them through the process. So the whole idea is that, yeah, they start with me uh, as sort of their coach and their mentor through this process, but I want to get them to the point where they no longer need me. <laughs> I don't want them to need that help forever. I want them to kind of figure it out for themselves and figure out, okay, how can I do this? and and really sustain this and and really get to the root of why that's what i start with with every client is why is this important to you and um, what are your big reasons and i think that's the most important thing we can ask ourselves when we're doing anything you know when we get up in the morning you know what can i do uh today that's good um what step can i take that's in the right direction for me and so that's kind of 
that's kind of just my my philosophy, <laughs> I guess. I love um, it. it. Drives the business that I hope to to build. Yeah. No, I love that. I think it. Um, I think I come from a similar place, you know, with wanting to push people with beauty and, and embodiment and just, you know, coming from the place of self-love and acceptance and not hustling to try and change or, or prove something or be an image that someone else has set out before you be it popular culture or whatever, you know, but really like you're saying, diving deep into who do I see myself as, not, not these outside sources telling me who I am. So that's really beautiful. And, um, and yeah, thank you for being here today and just for sharing with us your heart. And I'm so proud of you and all the stuff you're doing. Well, thank <laughs> you. It's fun to talk to you and connect with yeah, you. Yeah, you too. Yeah, okay. Well, I will talk to you soon. Okay. Okay. Thanks for joining me today for this conversation with my friend, Tara Ross. All of the products that I mentioned in this episode will be linked in the show notes. And if you have any questions or would like to appear on an episode of Beauty Lessons, you can send me a DM on Instagram at Revelé Beauty Lab. And if you didn't know, I also do one-on-one and group virtual beauty lessons, and you can sign up for those over on my website, Revelé Beauty, that's R-E-V-E-L-E-R beauty.com. And if you like today's conversation and want to explore more of these topics, I would love to connect with you in the Beauty Lessons community on Facebook. I'll link that for you in the show notes. And finally, if you could take a moment to share this episode with a friend, rate and write a review, I would be so grateful. Thanks again for joining me today, and I'll see you next time for another Beauty Lesson.